Alright legends, welcome along to Hellmouth Hotline, I'm your host Rodney Stewart and we're doing another little review here on uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, this is Season 3, Episode um, 18, oh no 19, uh, Choices this one was called, this here, I enjoyed this episode quite a bit now because there was just, uh, I don't know, there's something about Buffy the Vampire Slayer that, um, you know, it, it doesn't take itself too seriously. And uh, I appreciate that from time to time on the show. And this one here has a few elements to get there, particularly come up towards the end of the episode where there's like a, a showdown between Buffy and the Scooby gang and the mayor and his cronies. And... Uh, Yes, it just gets into a wee bit of uh, ridiculousness at one point in this episode, but uh, it is what it is. Um, of course, we're getting close to the end of the season, and the mayor is banking on his ascension happening, and he has this item called the Box of Gavrock, which is duty arrived by courier at the airport, and he gives Fifth uh, this knife, this like antique dagger, in return for heading off to intercept the box. Uh, you know, Faith is kind of like, you know, am I just like a glorified um, postal worker, more or less? And the mayor's kind of like, well, I could just stop paying for everything, you know. So um, he has his way of keeping Faith around his little finger and uh Yes, she's seeing him as like a real father figure at this point. Um, Buffy, she's continuing to fret about her future with Angel while struggling to decide, but struggling to decide between going to college at Northwestern University in Illinois or studying closer to home at uh, UC Sunnydale, uh, knowing that Wesley and Giles will not let her leave easily. With the ascension still looming, she offers a deal. If she takes the offensive against the mayor, defeats him, stops the ascension, they will accept her resignation as a slayer so she can attend college in Illinois. Well, not so much resignation. That's a bit of a strong word. Uh, it's like, you know, I'll go to university, get my degree, whatever I'm going in there for, and you guys can fight whatever small threats they are and I'll come back whenever I'm not studying, more or less. Um, they, she was in the hopes that when Faith turned up, Faith could have took over the Slayer responsibilities in Sunnydale full-time, and Buffy could then go and do her thing in university or college, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but of course, now that Faith has turned bad, that's not going to happen, so uh, yeah, she's kind of stressed out and f freaked out about all this sort of stuff. Um, that night, uh, Fifth kills the courier and uh, separates him from the box by taking off his hand. Uh, he was like chained to this damn thing and he wasn't going to pass it on without actually seeing the mayor himself. So she kills him um, at the uh, town hall Buffy is watching from the bushes and she sees Faith deliver the box to the mayor and when the coast's clear 
if he forces the driver of the car to uh, the car that brought Faith from the airport, uh, vampire on there. Uh, Buffy forces the driver to give him the information about what the box is, and you know, before she eventually staked them. Um, the Scooby Gang plan an attack in City Hall to steal the box of Gavrock. First, Willow will remove the magic protecting the box so Buffy and Angel can take it. Then, Xander and Oz will prepare the ritual Willow will use to destroy the box. Uh, Giles, uh, Wesley and Giles drop off Willow, uh, Buffy and Angel at City Hall. Everything goes grand until Buffy's rope sticks and, and the alarm goes off. Um, there's a moment there where she does the uh, Mission Impossible thing. You know, that clip of uh, and Mission Impossible, you see him come down on the, the, the straps and he's comes down to the floor and he's just like hovering there. Uh, they're, they're doing that in this episode, but they screw it up in a major way, which ends up uh, on a fight when Angel drops him. To try and rescue Buffy, uh, they escape with the box. And the mayor's anger and the gang's relief reverse when it's discovered that Faith has been captured. Sorry. Willow has been captured by Faith. <laughs> Why the hell would Willow capture Faith? For God's sake, that just doesn't make sense. Yes, Willow has been captured whenever they went on to try and steal the box. Willow did the first part, which she needed to do, take down the barrier that was protecting the box. Then she was going to go back to the library and finish off the, the spell that Oz and Xander were putting together, but she didn't make it. Uh, Faith was out there. She caught her and uh, captured her. Uh, in the, the library, back at the school, there's a big discussion on whether Willow's life is worth many thousands who could be saved if the box is destroyed. And that's uh, one of those moments where Wesley is just like, there's no filter with this guy. He's an asshole. No one likes him at this point in the series. And uh, yes, um, it is what it is. He's the character that you needed to come into the series at this point and uh, to do what he needed to do. And he did it well. He did it well. But as far as the show goes, he's, he's an idiot. He's a dickhead. Um, they're fighting backwards and forth. Um, should they sacrifice Willow in favour of saving the thousands of people that this box will end up destroying if the mayor gets to use what he wants it for and Oz man of little words at the best of times he settles the whole matter by smashing the pot containing the potion needed for the ritual that would destroy the box uh, that makes up that makes a decision for everybody and uh, Buffy tells Giles to set up a meeting to exchange Willow for the box of Gavrock back at the city hall Willow manages to escape from the room she's imprisoned in and gets into the mayor's office and she actually finds the books of ascension and she's instead of taking them and trying to escape she sits down and starts reading them but uh, Faith finds her and uh, Jade's call comes just in time to stop Faith from killing Willow this is where you get the 
uh, a different side to Willow in this episode. She actually stands up for herself in a major way with against Faith in this one. She holds her ground. There's no fists thrown on Willow's side, but uh, Faith does punch Willow in the face. But uh, Willow just pretty much talks her into a corner, more or less. A very, very adult version of Willow in this episode. Really appreciated seeing that there. It was definitely needed for the character of Willow in this series in particular because, as I said, she danced across my last nerve quite a few times throughout this season. But anyway, uh, the meeting is set up to uh, make the exchange. Willow for the the box. And during the meeting in the school cafeteria, the mayor warns Buffy and Angel that they've got no future together due to Angel's immortality as a vampire. Uh, This was expected, but in the way the mayor did it was... Poetic to say the least, like this. Um, of course, he's going to lose by the end of this season. It is what it is. He's the big bad. He will go down at the end of the season. But uh, the this is probably the at this point. This is probably one of the the deepest digs he's going to put on against the good guys as the relationship between. Buffet and Angel and uh, yes he goes to town on them again similarly to the way Willow went on against Faith it's all words and it's all hard truths and they're not ready to hear it um, maybe Angel more than Buffy you know because he's you know he knows the score you know he's a couple hundred years old she's a teenager it is what it is he's immortal you know it's like you know, she's going to grow old, die, he's still be looking the same as he is right now. But uh, the mayor putting this to them was just uh, unexpected on their part. Um, yeah. Um, this is coming from the mayor having watched his own wife age and come to resent him for his own immortality. So it's not the fact that he's coming at them with truths, it's coming at them with truths that he's loved himself so it's he's a weird weird character the mayor in this series he's he is corrupt but he's strangely overly good as well at times and there's a weird mixture there it's it's for and that's crazy to put it that way but it, it is what it is um they end up making the trade but they're Interrupted by Principal Snyder, he turns up, screws the whole process up again. He's got his security guards with him, bent on busting everybody for taking drugs, not seeing that the the mayor is in there. Um, one of the the guards opens the box, and a large beetle-like creature jumps out and kills him. And you know the mayor does show himself to Snyder just before this, and Snyder straight away backs down. We have seen that the the mayor has got control over the people of Sunnydale in a major way whenever it comes to the people that are in a 40. So, you know, Snyder's been as usual, 
dickish self to everybody until the mayor actually steps out of the shadows in this sequence and uh, tries to make an, up an excuse for ways there but of course one of these uh, security guards screws the whole thing up and this beetle gets out, kills him another beetle breaks free and the two attack the mayor and Buffy Buffy squashes one and Faith kills the other by throwing her knife that antique dagger that the mayor gave her um, pinning the creature to the wall uh, despite Willow being rescued and taking a few important pages she tore from the books of Ascension, Wesley points out that the gang are still no closer to knowing how to stop the Ascension. Um, yeah, that attack and there, and I don't know if anybody caught it, that the, the mare was attacked by one of these creatures, and his face was tore up, then he healed. It didn't seem that anybody seemed to take much heed of that but uh yeah i could have maybe have missed that um so uh that's where at the end of that sequence the the mayor takes the box and he's like you know, there's thousands of these things in this box and you don't want them getting out and uh they get wallow back and fifth is kind of heartbroken because this dagger that the mayor gave her at the beginning of the episode is now against the wall she used it to save the mayor and everybody else in there and now she can't get her uh, her favourite little treat that the mayor gave her you know, as I said she's looking at this guy now like he's a father and this is something that you know means more to her than the mayor or anybody else really understands at this point um, the next day at the school Buffy and Willow talk again about their futures and Buffy ultimately cannot bring herself to leave her home of Sunnydale knowing that she will always have something to battle and she decides that she's going to attend UC Sunnydale despite being accepted by loads of out of state colleges and uh, Willow breaks the news that she has decided to attend college with Buffy instead, having realised that uh, fighting evil and studying Wicker are what she wants to do. And uh, yes, Buffy's kind of bowled over by this here at this point that her friend wants to stay with her. And uh, as I say now, this was for me. Well, I'll get into that after I go over this last little bit of the episode. I'll come back to that Willow thing before we finish. Um, late at night, Buffy and Angel uh, get together and they try to reassure each other that they could have a future together, despite the mayor's warnings. But both secretly remain unconvinced. And uh, yes, so there's two major things. In this episode, um, Cordelia was uh, a surprise at the end of this episode. I know exactly what happens to her character moving forward because I'm a big fan of the Angel spin off, which she was a huge part of. So I know how she gets there. But it, it, these shows here are not very clear in my memory at this point. That's why I'm enjoying going through them again just to get a. Uh, 
a refresher on them. But uh, Xander and Cordelia go toe-to-toe a few times throughout this episode. And uh, Xander spots Cordelia taking a long time to browse on the dress store. And when he confronts her and suggests that she may have been rejected from college because she refused to tell the others where she plans on studying. Uh, but she turns around and she gets the upper hand on Xander. Uh, and she shows him acceptance letters from multiple colleges. But what she does not tell him is that she is actually working at the dress store. And that's very well put into this, this episode. You know, that... What I just went through there, her showing the acceptance cards or letters to Xander and him walking out. Uh, that was earlier in the episode, but then later on, again, we see her in this store and she's like lifting a dress and she's putting up towards her neck, you know, and holding it against herself and thinking, oh, I would look pretty in this dress. But uh, so you think this is just Cordelia being the superficial Cordelia. That we all believe her to be at this point. And then the the owner of the shop comes down and gets tour on tour about, you know, get back to work, essentially. So uh, you're starting to see that there is financial problems in the, the Chase household. And uh, she's keeping this under wraps at this point. And I can't recall if that comes up. Again, in the remaining couple of episodes here, but I do, if memory serves, the Angel series starts off side to side with season four of Buffy. So by the end of this season, Angel goes, Cordelia goes as well, and uh, they meet up in LA and she becomes part of Angel Investigations. But we'll all get to there in due course. We're going to be starting to do them on a Wednesday, on the show, whenever the time comes. But uh, the big thing for me in this episode was that change in Willow. By the end of the, the episode, she is back to that normal kind of Willow that we're kind of used to, but she's more pronounced in her speech by the end of this episode. I did notice that. Uh, she got a little bit more confidence in her character by the end of this episode. She's not as whiny. She's not as really as nasally as she normally is. And I think the, the stepping up towards Fifth and getting the upper hand on her was uh, a big growth moment for her. And having been smart enough to sneak the pages out of the Book of Ascension, out of the the mare's grasp and giving them to Jailus to see if he can come up with some sort of battle plan um, very very impressed with the character of Willow in this episode absolutely fantastic um, and again I still honestly cannot get my head around that this show is as old as as um, the original air date was May 4th, 1999. For me, that doesn't seem that long ago. <laughs> um, I left high school in 1995, so I was out under the working world whenever this came out. But it's, gosh, it's 20, 
23 years, if my math is okay there, at this point, 23 years old, this episode, this, oh gosh, I can't believe how quick time is going past, but, uh, fantastic, fantastic show, I'm loving it, anyway guys, that is going to do it for this one, um, come back again on Friday evening for the, uh, a little chat about the, the remake of Friday the 13th and uh, yes I checked that out yesterday it's the first time I've ever seen it and I've got some thoughts on it and it'll be if you're interested definitely come back head up the show around about uh, 9pm GMT here on Hellmouth Hotline and uh, we'll stick with that schedule for as long as we can so we're going to be trying going to, we're going to be trying to go Mondays and Fridays at 9pm GMT, whatever that works out at, and your time zone, I'll let you figure that out. And then once we get to the adding in the Angel series here as well, we're going to be going Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays, 9pm GMT. So, um, as usual, if you've got any thoughts on the show how I can make it better for you, or you just want to tell me how useless I am as a podcaster, you can do that through the email at hellmouthhotline at gmail.com and uh, definitely follow the show, share it along, do all that good social media stuff, and until the next episode, guys, stay safe, and I'll talk to you all then. This has been a production of Coins Edge Media. Thank you so much for listening. 